Hey guys, it's Tim. A quick disclaimer about today's show. It is basically all recommendations, and so we want it to be abundantly clear that nobody we mentioned today is a sponsor of the show. When we say we like something, it's not because we've been paid to say we like it, but because we genuinely do. We hope you enjoy today's show. Welcome to the Productive Ministry Podcast. We have another special episode for you this week. Uh, my name is Tim Jenkins. I produce the podcast, although I will be hosting this week again. Rocky is still working on interviews that you'll be hearing in the coming weeks, although he is also here this week. Rocky, say hello. Hey, guys. Glad to be here. Yep, he's back. Thanks for having me on, Tim. Can't can't stay away for long <laughs> since it is his show. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky, we often talk about the spiritual state that we should have as we go about doing ministry. I know especially in the Joy podcast we talked about uh, cultivating joy in our lives. We've talked about a lot of different things in terms of like worship and things like that, cultivating leaders. Uh, and one of the things that I often think about is the different kinds of devotional products or methods or what have you that we know about or use. And I thought it'd be fun if we got together on this week, since you're still preparing uh, the next several episodes. Uh, and maybe you and I just shared back and forth a bit of the kind of devotional stuff we use to the benefit of the listeners. No, I think that's great, Tim. Kind of puts you on the spot because it means that we actually have to have proof, like right now, that I actually have a relationship with God, or that I'm actually in Bible study or something right now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. So this is also a kind of a litmus test. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that if if the listeners like listen to like the, the devotional things we recommend, and they're like, mm, no, those aren't good enough. Uh, they, they know they don't have to listen to any more episodes. Oh, they come from a totally different theology than I do. I'm I'm. I'm not recommending or liking this podcast. No, do do <laughs> like it. Do and if you disagree, leave a comment. This is this is a shibboleth, if you will. Yeah. yeah so that, that's that's basically my concept. Is I thought I thought it'd be fun. I know that there's like a number of things I use. I know there's things that you use, and there's uh, some of the things I'll recommend are just stuff I've used in the past. I may not. Maybe I use them with like a student ministry or whatever. But you know, I just have like a myriad of different things that I thought would be cool to recommend to people because I think they're really great and I think they could be beneficial and I'm sure you have those too. Yep. And so there you go. That's my idea. And since you're on board with it, since you agreed to do this podcast, I'm just <laughs> going to get started. All right. Let's jump in, Tim. <laughs> uh, the first thing I wanted to talk to you about is a podcast that I really enjoy. I'm a big podcast listener. Do you listen to many podcasts? I do. I do listen to quite a few, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then, you know, this might be a good one to add to your list. Okay. I say that in a somewhat uh, joking manner, since you're the one that told me about this podcast initially. <laughs> oh, well, then I probably, I, I approve. I like it already. So, <laughs> so the podcast that I like that I think is a, is a really cool podcast for people to know about called Pray As You Go. Oh, yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, to explain what it is, it's put out by um, the Jesuit Ministries. It is a daily prayer and like meditation podcast. I guess that's maybe the best way to put it. Right. And so episodes come out every day. Actually, they do. I think they put the whole week out at once, which is not something I prefer since it messes up my podcast organization yeah. that I have set up. But all that to say, it's the content's worth it. They, uh, they, they, you get like the week or two, maybe even two weeks of podcasts, but each day there is a podcast for you to listen to that is dated. Yeah. And it is effectively there is prayer and there is scripture reading and there are some things for you to like questions for you or thoughts for you to meditate on. It there each episode is like ten to twelve minutes. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, fifteen minutes tops. I don't but I can't I think they all like average around eleven, twelve minutes. 
They do. Yeah. I think it's just like a, the way I've used it in the past that I really enjoy is just like when I get up in the morning, I'm on my way to work and I can just listen on my way there. And since it's just a small chunk, it doesn't get in the way of me listening to like all the other kinds of podcasts I listen to. But it's this nice little like morning devotional time where in my car, distraction free, other than, you know, like driving. So that's, that's important. But <laughs> you're not going to close your eyes during these prayers. But during that time, I, you know, I, I love that it kind of guides me through this kind of daily prayer and meditation period that it feels like really easy to do. It's a really easy way to interject, you know, inject that into my life. I think that when I was using it actively, I was using it as sort of when I was walking around and, and I would, I think we've talked about this before, but I like to walk and pray quite a bit just to be outside and and connect with all of that. And Mm -hmm. they're so well done and they're beautiful and they follow, they follow the lectionary calendar. And so there's always a purpose and a meaning and behind all of that. And the thing that I like about that as someone who goes to a Protestant evangelical church where we don't follow a liturgical calendar is that it's good to remember that we're part of a body of Christ, right? Yes. And there's that there's that connection there. And so it's not that you're just connecting with God and you're you're it's more than which is plenty. I say that immediately as soon as that came out of my mouth, I'm like, what else do they need to connect to? But I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying like the when, when, if that when wasn't I, enough. If that wasn't enough, but like you recognize in a very real way that that there's a rhythm you know, there is a rhythm to the Christian life. And and that's and that's what takes it beyond just like a devotional to but to something that is is beautiful. Yeah. And I think you know, so so number one, I mean, we'll be explosive. This is like put out by uh, Jesuit ministries, so this is connected to the Catholic Church in a in a broad sense, in a general sense. So for anybody that may be like fearful of its Catholic connection, I will say that like this this doesn't get into any like deuterocanonical books, like no, they've never read like anything from Tobit in it or Yeah, so th- this is all gonna be your your classic Old Testament, New Testament. And in fact, today, the day you're listening, this podcast has come out. I, I, I assuming you're listening to it on Monday. Here Monday, February twenty seventh, the you know, today's reading is Ecclesiastes seventeen, twenty-four through twenty-nine. And, uh, you know, there's nothing, I I guess I only point this out to say there's nothing to be fearful of this, that you can try it. Like, you're going to notice that there is this kind of ancient feel to it, so to speak. But it's uh, it's very kind of beautiful in that way. It's it's very poetic. And uh, and other than that, then, I mean, it's like, you're just like your classic Bible study. Like, there's scripture, there's prayer, there's, nobody's going to make you, like, swear to the Pope or anything like that. No. But yeah, I think it's really cool. And especially, actually, if you're in a Protestant church that practices season of Lent, or if you're in a, even, I guess if you're non-liturgical uh, churches that are starting to do Lent stuff, since Lent starts this week on Ash Wednesday, yes, it does. Yeah, this is actually a really cool time if you're looking for something to add into your life, as opposed to sometimes we give up stuff for Lent, sometimes we add things in, or sometimes we give up something and replace it. You could give up something and then replace it with listening to this, and it comes in a couple different ways. You can subscribe to it on your podcast feed, or you can download it from their website. Their website is pray-as-u-go.org, which is not super great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, That will be in the show notes, right? It'll be all this will be in the show notes. Okay. And on our website, productiveindustry.org. But you can, you know, you can download the, the files individually, or you can listen through podcast apps. And I'm sure they post to like their Facebook and their Twitter and things like that too. Oh, so no Tim, I, I think it's great. I love that you brought up the season of Lent. 
I wasn't even thinking about that, but Lit does start on Wednesday, and they will give you a daily thought through the entire Lenten season that will prepare your heart uh, for the risen Savior of Easter, and it is so good. And uh, and I hope I hope that if you're willing to give it a try, like this is the perfect. You're absolutely right, Tim. This is the perfect week to try it. So there you go. It's um you know you have you have six episodes a week to listen to, so there's only one on the weekends and. Crazy Go Podcast. That's my uh, that's my first recommendation. That's pretty good. You know, one of the things that I always struggle with, Tim, is scripture memory. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think speaking of speaking of Lent, if you're thinking about giving something up or maybe taking something on, I would challenge you to memorize scripture. One of the things I like to use to help me in my scripture memory pursuits is an app called Fighter Verses. And you can ch- you can check out their website fighterverses.com, and they're available. Spell that for me because I'm not getting the F I G H T E R. Oh, okay, so like fighter as in like put up your dukes. Like put up your dukes. Yeah, gotcha. Like fighter, fighter versus. They have a they have Android apps and they have Apple or iOS apps that you can download from app stores or whatever. And and they're 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 two ninety nine. But what's so great about this is what I love about this app, Tim, is that Yeah, yeah, lay it on me because I'm not familiar with this at all. Okay, so what it does is it gives you a scripture to memorize every week. Okay. But then it has all of these tools to help. Like you can make that scripture your screenshot on your your iPad or your iPhone. Oh, and, that's neat. Yeah. And then they have songs that you can sing for all the scriptures. They're like huh. they're like little kid songs, but they really do help. And then they have quizzes, like daily quizzes that you can do where they take away a word every time and mm-hmm. you have to type that word in. And it's it's really phenomenal, actually, and it's just uh, that sounds like it's such a solid thing, both for yourself or like if you were wanting to do that with like your kids or something like that or your family. Oh yeah, it's really good. And actually, we did it for my entire church, and so we started a scripture memory program at our church, and we used Fighter Verses because they have every week, it's fifty-two weeks a year, they have like four or five or six years of scriptures that you can memorize specifically. Oh wow! Yeah, and they're all. And they're 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 categorized differently, and but they're all around this kind of idea of preparing yourself for difficult times or for battles or remembering God's goodness or or being equipped to deal with a specific situation. And what I love about scripture memory, it's like it's like singing a song. You know, you 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 have a song that you like, you sing it over and over and over again, and then when you least expect it, that song pops in your head and it won't go away. For me, what I've learned through this whole process is that memorizing scripture is the same way. It's like once it's inside of me, once it's inside of me, mm-hmm. when I need it, it just pops up because it's uh-huh. already there. And so I like to think about that that verse, uh, Psalm one nineteen eleven. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you, which I actually have memorized because of fighter verses, P.S. and by the way. But... <laughs> But it's so true. Uh, when when you meditate on scripture, you know there's a blessing for that. It's one of the it's one of those things that the Bible says that God will bless you for doing it, and it and it helps. So, fighter verses is the first one that I'm putting out there because it's something that I'm I'm currently using that I use regularly every week, and it's just been very profound for me. Okay, that's very cool. I have not heard of that, so this is I'm going to check that out as we go into Lent. So. <laughs> Two ninety nine, Android it's, or it's Apple. It's the best, best three dollars you'll spend. Yeah, definitely worth it. Well, kind of in that vein, then uh, my next re- recommendation is going to be uh, two different uh, devotional communities. 
that I actually learned of from my wife uh, that I thought were very cool. So I thought I would recommend just something that she uses that she enjoys. The first is called Blessed Is She. And Blessed Is She is uh, at blessedisshe.net is a devotional community of Catholic women bloggers uh, who write daily devotionals for you to to enjoy. I think you can like subscribe and uh, things like that. And then the other is uh, called She Reads Truth at shereadstruth.com, which is effectively the same thing, but uh, it's a Protestant. So you have your, your choice there, depending on what flavor you want to enjoy. These are really cool uh, devotional communities for women where uh, they write these devotions. You can subscribe to them. You can get them in your email. I think they have, uh, some of them have apps. At least I think uh, She Reads Truth does. So you can check them out on your phone and, and watch their feeds there. And so, you know, it's kind of neat for Christian women writing for Christian women. This is a, a cool device. My wife gets a lot out of it. And so that's kind of my uh, recommendation, my second recommendation for this episode. I think that I've seen there, I think that I see some of their posts sometimes on Facebook. I don't know if I'm making that up, but that sounds very familiar. I'm going to guess. I mean, I, probably my wife shares them at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you might have seen them from her. <laughs> the thing that, I, uh, what do you use for your, Are you, is there a program that you use for your Devos, Tim? Um, like a, like a. Uh, um, when you say program, you mean like uh, programmatically, like a like a curriculum, right? Well, I mean like, uh, or do you mean like program as in like like software or an app or something? Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. But um, no, I guess like like the the website that your wife goes to. Uh, there's nothing I like subscribe to right now. I've used things in the past. Um, I've used uh, you know, there's the uh, the Bible app. You version. Uh, U version, yeah. I've used the uh, U version plans before. Uh, I like the lectionary plan, or no, I use the Book of Common Prayer plan when I use it, right? It's, uh, which is like a which it's like a two year cycle, and that's actually my next recommendation. Is okay, U version Bible app. Oh man, yeah. that was perfect segue. I perfect. did not have that planned. <laughs> so good. It's like we're in sync, Tim. Okay, so here's what I love about it. One, a lot of people use U version for the reading plans, which are really uh-huh. really great, and so. You have like year-long reading plans. You have reading plans that will take you in chronological order. And it really does help because there's the sense of accountability because all of your friends uh, are going to know when you're reading your Bible and when you're not. And I know Mm -hmm. that's not probably the best motivation to read your Bible, but it certainly helps when other people are aware of what your Bible reading habits are. Yeah, peer pressure is good for that. Yeah. So I will say that they they've also done like a really great job in like when you're reading. This is one of the things I like about it, uh, even though I don't use it all the time. But when I do use it, I enjoy that it sh- it'll show you like the section you're supposed to read for your plans. And they have long plans and short plans. Like some of them are less than like a month, right? And you know they do a lot of that program. But like you read it, and then like the bottom of like the section, click a little check mark, and then it takes you to the next like thing you're supposed to read for that day. And when you're done, it's like done. It's very good. It's, so like they make it super simple for like you don't, there's no like looking it up or having to like know when to stop or whatever it's just like it'll show you what you need to read and then when you're done with that section it'll move you to the next thing until you're done with the day. Yeah. And if you're not a reader all of the bible plans like if you're a person that would would rather listen to your bible than read it then they have something there for you too. But if you if you Amongst their reading plans, they actually have daily devotional plans. And as a matter of fact, I'm I'm working my way through one called the the Man Up reading plan, which is just about being a godly man uh-huh. and and challenge you every day. Where 
it gives you, um, it doesn't just give you scripture to read every day, but there's a devotional thought and challenge that goes along with that. And they have quite a few plans that are like that too. Oh, that's really interesting. I actually had not seen that feature. Yeah. And so you just have to pick the right, so it's under reading plans and you have to go through, but there's like a a morning and evening reading plan that Mm -hmm. is like uh, the classic reading morning and evening, which is like classic scripture devotional. That, right. And so they have they have the, the devos there available and then hmm. with the scripture reading plan. So like my devo today had all of it and then it's got three scriptures for me to be thinking about and there's a little challenge for me to, to take throughout that day. And that's the man up reading plan, but they have lots of them. And so I think that just beyond reading, the YouVersion Bible app does a really good job about making daily devotions. So maybe you're not at the point to where you can read large chunks of scripture in one day. And that's not something that really appeals to you, but you're looking for something that is more devotional in nature. And that's how you want to consume your scripture or feed yourself on God's word is, is one devotional thought with scripture every day. They have that sort of thing available too. And so it does really good, not to mention like the daily verses that they give you and being able to see what your friends are reading and um, being able to to read through Bible plans or devotional plans with your friends and you're all doing the same thing on the same day, that's really a great option and way to do it too. So I really love I really love the Uversion Bible app. I think it's the best one out there. And it's free. Uh, I think they also kind of gamify the app a bit too. Like, do you get... Um, they, you do, you badges. Badges, that's yeah, right. you do. Yeah, I, I remember them gamifying it yeah. so that... There's that extra incentive to that. That always works for me. If I feel like I'm like leveling up like a video game character, yeah. but just doing the things I'm supposed to do, it's a, <laughs> it's always a bonus in my life. I, I don't need that sort of thing, Tim, because I'll just wait for my treasure in heaven. Well, that's good for you. <laughs> oh. Anyway, you I'll probably just edit that part out yeah. of the podcast. That's funny. You know, I usually edit out all the times you're sassy to me. So. <laughs> you, leave, you leave my saltiness in there. Yeah. <laughs> I do think um, that's really neat that they have devotional reading in there because I find that devotional reading is is really good uh, with scripture reading because oftentimes we uh, we can interact with scripture and not quite understand like what it is we're supposed to take away from it. Yeah. So devotional aspects of it are like really valuable, and that's cool that they added that in there. Yeah. It uh, it actually kind of corresponds to the next recommendation I have, which is a devotional. A uh, book that actually you put me on to that I've used with students uh, called Mercy Beyond Measure. Oh, so good! So it's a uh, yeah. It's, it's so it's by this author named Kurt Salerno. Now I'm in preparation for this episode. I found out it's, it's I don't think it's in print anymore. Yeah, it was never. I don't think it was ever published by any of the big Christian houses like Zondervan or anything like that. I think it was like a college press or yeah, it was not college was, press, but an actual college <laughs> printed it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me actually give you the pitch. Uh, Mercy Beyond Measure is a, a really, really cool devotional wherein Kurt Salerno, who's the author, recounts him this time he spent living on the streets with with the homeless in the state of Washington. That's that's I'm remembering this correctly, right? Yeah, that's right. I think it's a really great book to do with students. And I know that on Amazon, because I'm looking at it right now, they have a bunch of somewhere in the vicinity of 
47. <laughs> it looks like copies of various natures available. Until Tuesday morning when they're all sold out. But what what's really neat about uh, Kurt's story and this devotional, uh, the tag here is Desperate Lives and the Reckless Grace of Jesus, is, is him living with these people and the experiences he has, some of which are just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And the things that he learned about Christ and the things that he learned about uh, love and grace through this, in ter- especially in terms of like interacting with people who are in such a like desperate state and uh, and the kind of inner you know life that a lot of these people are having, it is incredible. And if you're looking for something, say you're a youth minister and you're looking for something to do, I've done this in small groups with kids where I had like a, a handful of kids that were looking for something that this really spoke to them. And we, we would meet and we'd go through this together. Uh, this isn't something I necessarily did with like every student. Or if you're looking for something for like your kids to do, or if you're even just looking for something for yourself to do, I think that this devotional is just a really solid one. And since you can pick it up for one cent on Amazon, you should probably go and check it out. Yeah, it's so good we'll put a link on it do you do you have like some more comments about it rocky oh my gosh i could talk about this book forever i hadn't thought about it in years but i was gosh i probably haven't read this book in 15 years tim it it came out in 2001 i'll say that Yeah, but i remember i remember being so blown away by this man's story by his testimony i remember like uh just some of the characters and situations are popping in my mind right now Mm -hmm. but this is this is a hardcore devotional like this is um I remember when I was working through it before I ever presented it to a student or before I ever tried to build a, a week of camp around it what it created in me was a desperation to see God move and like what Kurt taught me in in this devotion is that is that it takes courage right that to seek out to walk around with my eyes open and observation equals opportunity if I if I could go around and I could I could exist in the world and I could be where people were hurting, um, and as a young pastor that was that was very that was very um, informative into to to what happened to me because a lot of times as church leaders we're waiting for people to come to us and we get into those bad habits, but shortly after that I started I started volunteering at, at uh, Sam Shelter in San Antonio homeless shelters mm-hmm. um, because. I was I was just so desperate to see God move in people's lives the way that God was moving to people's lives in that book. And you have to go hunt that out. Like if you want to see Jesus, like you have to go where Jesus is. And Jesus says he's with the poor and hungry. And and Kurt reminded me of that. He ignited a fire. I lost sleep over this, Tim. Like I would <laughs> I would be up at three o'clock in the morning. I mean, I could tell you story after story of of just how it challenged my faith and just actively seeking people out. And I, I, I would just caution you if you if you if you if you use this Devo, because even we I remember theming uh, a week of camp around it and and just using it as a as a morning devo uh-huh. and, and kids just being so moved by the testimony, right? And that's that's a lot for early in the day of, of camp, but it was it was so good. So I would just I would just say if you're going to use this, know that it's hardcore, and it's probably going to create a longing in you. And it, you're going to you're going to maybe be like me, up at three in the morning because you long to see God move. 
driving around the city looking for hurt people to help. That was the result of it in my life. And it is, man, Tim, it has just stuck with me so much. I have just thanked God so much for that Devo. I was, I was really passionate about it. I mean, way to go, Kurt. He was so brave when he was young to, to just say, I'm going to go where hurting people are and then do it. You know, it was just blown away. Anyway, okay. I probably, <laughs> I'm not even overselling it. I'm, I'm like restraining myself right now. Because it, it just really meant a lot to me. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. I I, I kind of, um, you know, I kind of bait and switch here, where I recommend something and then I had you sell it. But <laughs> it, it's such a it's such a solid devotional. And if you're looking for something, I guess we're going to keep coming back to Lent. This is just uh, the way this episode's going to go. Is if you're looking for something for the season of Lent, or you're looking, you know, you want to find a way to inject some kind of devotion into your life, and one of the things that we've talked about already has not spoken to you or you're just really looking for something that's going to tear at your heart, this is definitely the thing to do it. I don't think Rocky and I could oversell it. It is such a solid devotion. Even just sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, I need to go reach out to homeless people right now. I need to go out. (laughs) I need to actively be be seeking out hurting um, and people who desperately need the gospel of Christ. Uh, Even now I'm getting fired up just sitting here. Just remembering. Oh, yeah. Love that book. That's a good one, Tim. Good job. Good job. Oh, yeah. That's an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> yeah. So what do you got for me? Okay. So if you're going to be out on the street, you're going to need to pray. So one of the things that I think people really struggle with is is prayer. It's certainly something uh-huh. I struggle with. And so I use a I use an app called Prayer Notebook. I, okay. I'm sure that Android has an app that's similar to this. But I, I really enjoy Prayer Notebook. I, I think it's really I think it's really well done categorizes your prayer list and and things like that. But I think any any app that you use that's going to help you pray is, is a good thing. And I'm a big I'm a big prayer prayer journaler. I really believe in the power of of uh, being able to have a record of God's movement like when we pray for something and then mm-hmm. we na- make a note about how how God is answering that prayer. I think that that is so encouraging because essentially what has happened over the years since I've been doing uh, prayer journaling is as I have, I have evidence of God moving through prayer. And whenever I'm feeling discouraged or whenever I'm feeling distracted or, or, or tempted to disbelieve, like I can see over and over and over again what God has done. And so I have, I have mountains of journals, but since I, you know, I'm trying to go paperless. So prayer notebook um, does a great job about backing these things up. And so I also use Evernote. And uh, and that in that respect to kind of just um, mm-hmm. be aware and and keep a record, but of of what what I'm praying about and what God is doing in my life. And so I'm in the habit of using that app when someone says, "Hey, Rocky, will you pray about this?" I immediately put it in there, and then an alarm goes off and says, "Hey, did you pray about this or or whatever?" So you can you can set alarms, which is a great feature because you know sometimes people are having surgery and they want you to pray for them at ten o'clock when the surgery is going on. And so, oh, yeah. like something will ding up and say, "Hey, remember you committed to praying for this person at this time, so so pray now." And and it's really great in that. And then it's just a you know digital record of God has answered this prayer. So it it helps. Like every little bit helps. And so that's why I really like prayer notebook. Is there? What is your prayer system? Yeah, I was going to say that you're you're demonstrating to me how uh, how old school I am, even in my 
technology use. I, I use the Note app yeah. <laughs> on, on iOS. Oh, that's good. So, so I just I just create a bunch of notes and then I go through them and you know they're dated and and that's that's effectively you know how I how it, well I should say that's how I go about like taking down like things I need to pray about for others. I have a system that I've developed that I think probably was inspired somewhat by a conversation I had with you once in terms of what I pray for each day. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky and I have been friends for a long time, yeah, so our yeah, influence on each other is, is great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but every day I have certain things generally, like categorically that I pray about right. so that my prayer life is very day to day and I don't get into like a rut of praying the same things, yeah. which I think is really easy to do. And I, we need to do a whole episode on prayer. We we should do a whole episode on prayer, and there's so much to say about prayer. But you know, I, I know that like before I implemented the system, my daily prayer was very similar because I was just like, I don't know what to pray about, and then you know, I'd have the notes and I'd pray about those things. But generally speaking, um, I pray about the same things. But I developed a system by which every day I pray about different general categories, uh, which helps me yeah. do that. But I don't, you know. I love the the app that you're recommending it has like a timer on it because I'm you know I have to set like remind <laughs> when I have to pray for people at certain times I set reminders in my phone yeah or I set like timers I'm like, I'm real bad about having like a hundred different alarms mm-hmm. with just like various notes where it's like various notes that are like pray for this <laughs> or yeah. whatever at this time and I'm like oh yeah you know, what's great about prayer notebook is that they do you're allowed to categorize your prayers and you can. S- you can set the dates that you want that category to be prayed on. And so it ah, creates your daily pray list, prayer list that's with, nice. within the app to say, this is your Monday prayer list. This is your Tuesday prayer list. Because, you know, especially when you're in ministry, I mean, once you get the reputation of being a prayer, like people are going to come to you and they're going to start asking you to pray oh, yeah. all the time. It's like finding out someone can draw. It's like a talent because for whatever reason, praying is really hard to do. So when you find someone who's a prayer, like people pounce on that. Oh, yeah. It's so funny, too, because like um, I'll get prayer requests from like people at my mom's work or whatever. Oh, yeah. Right. They'll be like, oh, can you let Tim know? to pray about this thing. My sister's going to be having surgery or whatever. And so I'll get text messages from my mom and I'm like, Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I would be so much more organized if I were using your app. Oh, you definitely would. Because like I said, you're allowed to categorize it and you're allowed to schedule those. And if you're not, let me just say this. It doesn't, if you're not going to use this app, if you find some other uh, wonderful app on Android or there's some other um, prayer app that you like to use, Oh, I, we would love to hear about it. But my suggestion is simply that make sure that you can schedule your prayers and categorize them. Because if you if you are a prayer and you're not categorizing your prayers and breaking them down by dates, it's going to become so daunting that you're not going to be able to stay on top of it. And so being able to have a day like I pray for the youth at my church on Wednesdays because we have youth group on Wednesday nights, right? And I pray for my church leaders on Sunday mornings because it's natural because I'm going to see them. And so being able to divide those things up really makes it manageable. Oh yeah, I even I even divide up like uh, my family that I pray for. Yeah. Like on some like you know on, you know on certain days it's like I'm praying for like my household and then on other days I'm praying for, you know, my extended family. And then I'm, you know, I broaden it out so that, you know, I make sure that, because if you're going to sit and you're going to pray about family, like oftentimes 
you're just like you're focusing in on less immediate yeah. stuff, right? You don't think stuff. I'm gonna pray about my guy. I forget to pray about my cousins if I don't yeah. like make sure that they're part of like the the organization. Yeah. So I mean, and the reality is, is that when you think about a normal prayer life, all our prayers are pretty much categorized anyway. Because we'll we'll have our church prayers, we'll have our friend prayers, mm-hmm. we'll have missionaries that we're praying for at our church. If like you're an advanced prayer, you get the missionary prayer list. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm an advanced prayer. So <laughs> missionary <laughs> prayer list. But uh, and then you know you have like your sickens, your shut-ins, your your people in the hospital and things like that. So they oh, yeah. people you want to remember and be praying for. So but it's just been it's just been great. It's been it's been really great. And those are like the apps that all the things that I've shared. These are things that I'm actively using now. And so they're all related to my own personal devotional style and and quiet time, quote unquote quiet time. And I use them every day. So there you go. Yeah. Well, I have uh, I have I have a couple more things to recommend. Okay. Along the, I will say that there is an app that I use, and I use it in conjunction with Uversion often when I'm using it. Uh, but sometimes I use it in conjunction with just uh, reading. I, I I tend to do a lot of devotional reading and and you know ink and paper, so to speak, uh, with with books, physical books. And I think it, it just for whatever reason it helps me be more present than than being on my phone. But mm-hmm. One of the uh, apps that I would recommend, uh, and I'm just going to speak about it briefly because I want to talk about these next two books, uh, is called Insight Timer, and oh yeah, it's a it's and and so what it is is uh, it is is effectively an, um, a meditative app, and I think it's primarily used for like yoga or what have you, right, or uh, maybe any kind of spiritual meditation. Yeah, but but the the benefit of it is this and is that um it is effectively an interval timer program that allows you to customize the tone with bells. Right. So there's a lot of functionality I don't use on it. Like, I don't care who's like doing hot yoga or whatever around yeah. the world that it'll show me. What I do like is that I can set timers that will go off at different intervals and using different bells. And the way I use that is that I guess I'm saying way more about it than I promised I would. But the way I use that is, is like, I will use certain tones for beginning and end, and I will use tones uh, in the middle. That will tell me like to transition from reading into like meditation or from meditation into prayer, and that's how I've utilized that app. I've actually used that app, Tim. I I believe you have because I think I heard about it from you. <laughs> it's and and I think I think that what's great it is a little weird because a lot of people do use it for for their meditation and and things like that. But I got it because of the bells and because of the interval timing. And mm-hmm. so there are times when. You know, my, 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 I'm like you, it's, it's like, there's a very spiritual discipline where I'm just trying to focus and meditate on God. Right. And mm-hmm. so I, I will actually sit down, I'll start it. Uh, and the, and the bells will, the bells will ring, which by the way, I would just like to say Christians have been using bells for millennia. We use them every, every week in our service. You know, I direct uh, the music at a, Episcopal church and you know during the the Eucharist or or communion there are certain things that after they get said there's a bell that rings so it's it's totally normal thing to use in the church for for my evangelical brethren bells are fine you know (laughs) I will will just say that I will just say that but yeah and so like the first bell would be a be like a a call to focus or like the call to worship Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll you know I'll just be whatever scripture that I'm meditating on then like I'll be thinking about that scripture to get to get my mind focused on God and and that's really that's really the goal is to to focus on gratitude to focus on God, and to do that. And so if you're thinking about scripture or you want to do some reading, like the interval the intervals are just really 
are really wonderful for that. So, and what I, what I love about the bells, because I, I mean, you could use anything that's an interval timer, obviously. But what I love about the bells, and that's the reason why I stick with it, is that they're so unobtrusive, and and it helps to like stay in the moment for it to be a kind of a tone where I'm I'm paying attention to the tonality of it, but I'm not I'm not having to like stop a timer or like it's not like you know a foghorn or a motorcycle revving or whatever that comes stock in iOS. Yeah. And so I, I find that it like really helps when I'm doing, it's a gentle you know, nudge. It's not a, it's not a shove. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that's why it gets used in religious ceremonies of all kinds. So yeah, I'm assuming, I'm assuming since you told me you only had four things, you're done with things. No, I have one more. Oh, I have one more. Oh, bam, son. Look bam. at this. Well, well, okay. Well, uh, go. Okay. So this is not one that you can use as an individual. But okay. I love it. It's something that your church has to use. Okay. And so it's uh, Right Now Media. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm very familiar with them. So lots of churches use it. If your church doesn't use it, check them out. You can go to rightnowmedia.com. They're a subscription service. What's great about Right Now Media is that it's just a collection of Bible studies, right? And so churches can use it for for small groups and things like that. And it's a subscription service, and, and it's the church pays for it, so it's free for every congregant. It's free for every member of your church. And they sign up, and it has an Apple TV app, so you can use it on your smart TV. You can use it on your phone. And their videos, they have videos for uh, devotional times, and I've gone through some of them. I did one with Francis Chan on uh, on the Holy Spirit. I've done mm-hmm. I've done some devotionals on prayer, uh, some devotionals on on dying because I was doing a big study and a, I was going through this whole thing about death this summer. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do and, remember. And so just having like that video aspect. Some people, you know, they're not readers, and and especially everything is so visual now. And there's a lot of a lot of visual things that are available. But on top of that, there's training things that are available. And so like if you can't attend the Catalyst Conference, they have a lot of those speakers and and a lot of those sessions that are available on the Right Now Media app so that you can see them, which has been really, really good and really encouraging. It is uh it's not super cheap. It's not super cheap, but it is not. And it, it <laughs> is and it is uh it is scaled. It's a scaled subscription. So depending on your membership, the number of attendees at your church your your subscriptions go up or down but it has been so it has been so great so it has just been so great i use it for my my post personal devo time uh churches use it for their small group time it's just really good tim it's just really good it sounds like they've done a lot of really good stuff with it yeah so. it's like the the netflix of bible study oh uh, that's that's a great way to put that yeah well, I th- yeah, I think I don't think I came up with that, but it is it really is like the Netflix of Bible study. Well, uh, like I, I guess you're the technology, and I'm like the old school. That's oh, yeah. how this works. I'm going to recommend two books now that are I think uh, excellent devotional books. Uh, one of them is called The Imitation of Christ, which is maybe among the most well known devotional books of all time. Mm-hmm. It's written by uh, a, a young man named Thomas Akempis. And uh, this is um, this is a classic devotional work in the church. It's really well known. The edition I particularly enjoy is a contemporary version by William Griffin, and that's what I wanted to 
to recommend. It's another one of those life-changing Bible studies, man. Yeah, it, it's it's so good. If you've never read The Imitation of Christ, this is a really great one to get into because, like I said, it's modern language. It's contemporary. I really enjoy it. It's something that I can pick up anytime and use anytime that I need devotional. I, I feel like, I, you know, personally, like, there's a lot of those kinds of books that I could recommend that I tr- was trying to pare it down. Uh, for the purpose of this episode, so it wouldn't be too long. Oh, yeah, there's probably, like, just a whole list of classics, like, just standard, like, Oswald Chambers, you should read Oswald Chambers. Oh, yeah. Thomas Akempis, you should read St. John of the Cross, you should read, there's, like... Brother Lawrence is one yeah. I would recommend. I mean, there's just um, a lot of uh, meaningful, classic, devotional literature out there that has been part of the history for a church of the church for a long time. Yeah. I think I carry around a copy of Brother Lawrence's Practicing the Presence of God like in oh, my bag all the time. So good. Practicing the Presence of God changed my life. I keep saying that. But <laughs> it's true. It really changed me. It really changed me. So so not to get too much into it, the final thing that I wanted to recommend, because I I know you're out of stuff by now. Yeah. Uh, and this is this is the last thing I want to recommend and then and then we'll wrap it up. Is uh, it's a book by Henri Nouwen. And uh and this is not the book I normally recommend uh, by on, not Henri Nouwen. It is it is a different one about uh, that I think was uh, especially appropriate for this time of year, and it's called The Way of the Heart. Are you familiar with this book? I'm I'm <laughs> Henri Nouwen changed my life. <laughs> I've read everything he's ever written twice. Yes, I'm a huge fan. So. <laughs> Above, you know, like head and shoulders above all the others. My favorite book by Henri Nouwen is In the Name of Jesus, oh, so which yeah. you gave to me when I entered ministry. I give it to everybody who goes into ministry. Yeah, it's and and if you're in ministry, there is a good chance that you've read it. If you have not, and you are in ministry, you should read In the Name of Jesus by Henri Nouwen. Henri Nouwen was a Catholic priest. Um, he ministered to a community of people uh, who were uh, disabled, and and. The, his writings are exceptional, and in the name of Jesus is uh, a treatise on servant leadership. It, it is, is prophetic. It is it, prophetic, Tim. Yeah. It is so good. It is among the best books I've ever read, and it also changed my life. I am and not it, recommending it, though, yeah. because I think for the season of Lent, The Way of the Heart would be a very, very good book. Oh, it's so for, good. For anyone to read, The Way of the Heart follows... Is is in three sections. It's uh, a section on solitude, a section on silence, and a section on prayer. And it follows and it tells stories of, I'm going to say like desert fathers is maybe the best way to put it, yeah. uh, who were these people in ancient times that lived these life of asceticism, that uh, lived these lives of self denial, and and you know so that they could be closer to God. And he explores their stories and draws conclusions on them. And it is. It is a really phenomenal book, especially if you're not familiar with the idea of asceticism or the ideas on how solitude, silence, or prayer, uh, how the practices of the things could improve your spiritual life. And so if you're looking for something to, uh, uh, you know, beyond all the other things that we've already recommended, if you're looking for things to wade into over the next season or 30 days or what have you let me recommend this book i would especially recommend that you find someone who would be willing to read it with you so that you would have at least one other person to talk about these ideas with and uh, and if you don't have anybody who can read it with you you are free to engage with us on the facebook or what have you we will we will gladly like be your your reading buddies on something like this or with any of these things really if you need someone to interact with so it's it's just a really really great book. 
on these topics with really interesting stories about people who are very fascinating. Uh, just, just not not even all of them, but just some of the people who are very fascinating mm-hmm. people from the history of the the life of the church. And um, and that's my final recommendation. So good, Tim. I'm so glad we did this. I'm yeah, just, me too. Just thinking about like all of this this wealth of knowledge that we have access to. Like, I'm jazzed. I'm supposed to be getting ready for bed here in a few minutes, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm gonna be driving around downtown looking for people to feed. I mean, I just that's what's so great about devotional, though, right? It's just it's just testimony challenges, and it's just so good, man. I've really well, enjoyed this, Tim. Yeah, you know, and that's and that's actually, I mean, it's funny that we're we're obtaining this result because we're rehashing the things that were very meaningful to us. But the whole point of devotional works are to uh, reignite the fire within you, right? Yeah, they're not supposed to be burdensome, and I, and I guess we can close on this thought is to say that devotional things are not supposed to be burdensome part right. of your life. They're supposed to be uplifting. So if you're doing something and it feels like it's dragging you down, you probably need to reevaluate. Right. But if you're looking for something to encourage you or to challenge you, these are like the kind of resources or any kind of devotional resources should be functioning that way in your life where it's taking whatever state you're in and just amplifying it, you know, upward and and that's that's why you can even just remember a devotional book and it can make you want to run out into the streets to help (laughs) people because that's what that's i mean that's what these people do like the best things often are telling stories uh, that encourage us that that set us on fire and make us want to go out and and be the person that christ was or uh let the power of the holy spirit work through us to to be the hands and feet of god in this world so What do you guys listen to? What do you guys use in your devotional times? We'd love to have a conversation with you about it. Make sure that you leave comments in the uh, comment section on Facebook at Facebook slash ProductiveMinistry.org. Yeah, obviously, I am not aware of most of the apps out there. So if you've got any technology <laughs> things, you should Tim lay them some, on me. Tim needs some technology help. It's it's true. I, I'm for whatever reason very technological person who just does not apply that to his spiritual <laughs> life. You can catch us on Twitter if you want to tweet at us at Prod Ministry. That's at P R O D Ministry. Our website, of course, is ProductiveMinistry.org. This week's episode was produced by myself, Tim Jenkins. Uh, Rocky Hernandez is the host, and he does editing most weeks. We hope that you will like and subscribe to these episodes. If you enjoy what you're hearing or if you just want to do us a solid, feel free to go to iTunes and rate and review. It really does help raise us up in front of uh, a larger audience. Please feel free to share this episode with people, especially like this is just a solid recommendation list. You can find links to all these things on our website, which will be at ProductiveMinistry.org. There should be a link in your show notes if your podcast app will allow for that. Rocky, do you have any final thoughts before we go? No, I've really enjoyed this. This is great. We need to do this again. I imagine that we'll probably do this again because I've got way more things that are just sitting. I know. We didn't even talk about Dallas Willard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have this, this, this uh, these these incredible men and women who have just been my friends and mentors and teachers through throughout my my spiritual journey yeah i I have a stack of things actually that i just uh decided not to talk about so we'll get back to it anyway well thank you it's been wonderful to have you listen to us this week again don't forget to engage us on social media we'd love to have conversations with you about what you're using or what of the stuff we recommended really spoke to you if there's anything that we recommended you thought was great please let us know 
And as always, we hope you have a productive week.